Well, grace and peace, everybody. Thank you for joining another episode of Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brozier, and today you're in for a treat. Uh, there's two of these. Um, the next two episodes that I'm going to have, I'm going to have two speakers coming at you that were just finished the homiletics class of last season. And so this, this week is actually going to be my son, my son, Isaiah Brozier, and he's going to present uh, today on Bridging the Gap. Hope you enjoy. God bless. Welcome to Bridging the Gap. My name is Isaiah Brozier. Like he said, I am his son. I am not him. Um, I am not who you're normally used to seeing. Uh, but I am Isaiah. Just give you a little background on me. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm Isaiah. I am 22 years old. I am one of the youth pastors here at Destiny Christian Center International for Synergy Youth. And I just, I'm getting married in November. Um, and that's coming so fast. In about a couple of months, I'll be getting married. Uh, I just moved out of my parents' house and my family. Uh, and I bought my own. Everything is going so fast, and I got a new job. I'm one of the youth pastors here. Everything this year has been just so crazy. Everything has been going so fast. And that's probably one of the reasons why I am giving you a little background is because one of my titles of today, of my message, is simply called, Are You Depositing? Are you depositing? I got a job in February at Old National Bank, and that was such, it's such a blessing. I have a new job, uh, in quote on quotation, uh, in quotes, uh, big boy job. Um, I love the people who I work with. That's the main reason I am still there. <laughs> but uh, that, that's, I love that job. But the reason I love it so much is God's always um, putting in messages, always talking to me, always um, giving me words, and always speaking to me through the banking. I never thought I would even have that. I never didn't think God would speak through banking, but He is, and He's always doing it. Every day I work, there's always something that God's speaking to me. But today, I am talking about, are you depositing? I shared this message in our homiletics class. Like my dad said, he taught that to us uh, in that class in the beginning of this year. So, But today, I get to speak to you guys about um, depositing and what the importance is in our Christian faith and our walk. We work every day. Every day we go into work and we typically we get either a direct deposit or we get a check and for our at the end of the week or every other two weeks we get this we get money. No no one likes no one I don't think I've ever heard someone preach about uh, or talk about money because everybody says money is the root of all evil. But today I am talking about that. Uh, in a different sense, but we we work we work every day to build our account. We build our account and we work. We get money. Why do we work? We work so we can pay the bills. We work so we can um, have a roof over our head. We work so we can uh, feed our family. Uh, make sure we have food in the refrigerator. Make sure the lights stay on. Make sure the water is still on. We make sure everything is running. That's why we work. But we don't. We aren't able to do those things if there's nothing in our account. That's the same way with our walk with Christ. We can't show things. We can't withdraw. We can't do things if something is not in our account. And we can't show the world, the, the world and the people of this world. We can't show them the true love and the patience and what God is doing in our lives. We can't show them if it's not in our account. That's what I want to talk to you guys about today is typically in a worldly view, say your tire or your car goes out. If you don't have that money in your account, you ain't going, you're not, you can't 
You can't take it out. You can't fix that problem. You can't fix what needs to be fixed because you don't have money in your account. We have to we have to deposit God's word. We have to be in prayer. We have to when you're driving down the car, driving down the road in your car. We have to just turn on music, worship music. It helps so much. But that's what we have to do almost day to day, every day. We have to have God always in our account throughout the entire day. We have to deposit into our spiritual account. I have three points today, but before we get into that, I just want to pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you truly are, God. We thank you for giving us another opportunity to come in here and learn more about you, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, God. Lord, we, God, we give you praise and all the honor, God. I'm just a messenger. Speak through who, whoever is listening on the other side, God. Speak to them. Let them let your word saturate in their heart and in their mind, God. So, God, we give you the praise and we give you the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So one of my, the points I have, the first point is our main point, and we have to deposit God's Word. When we deposit God's Word, we are able to withdraw the things that we need to show the world in our everyday basis. So my two points after God's, uh, depositing God's Word is going to be what we get out of depositing God's Word. I'm going to go to Psalms 119, verse 105. Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I love that verse so much. It's on, it's on my phone, it's on my screensaver, because your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We need to get into His word like never, never before. With what, what's going on in our world, what's going on every, every day when we turn on the news, we see negativity, we see all this stuff, and we just need God's word every day. We have to go with it to our work. We have to go to our school. Whoever's listening to this, we have to go to school with it. We have to know God's Word because at the end of the day, someone's always watching us. Someone's always watching us. We need to be prepared. We need to have the understanding of the Word. So like I said, Psalms 119, 105, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path direction. The reason I gave you the background of, of what, what's going on in my, in my life this past year is because I had to get into God's Word like never before. I had to get, I had to get on my knees and start praying like I never before because I didn't know which way to go. You, you, you might be in a crossroad right now and you don't know which way to take. Uh, should I listen to what the, what the world is saying? That's how I should base my decision. Should I do it this way because that person did it this way? But we have, once we deposit God's word, he said it himself. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I was, in the beginning of this year, all this stuff started coming toward me. I just got married. Should I go to Ohio? Do we need to go to Ohio and do ministry there? Or do I stay here and do we stay, come to Muncie, say in Muncie, and uh, do our ministry here? I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know what decision to make. But I had to get on my face. I had to read and I had to deposit. I had to get God into my account and let Him show me which way to go. And obviously God showed me and my fiance that we need to be in Muncie for this season. Let's go to Isaiah 55 verse 8 <clears throat> in the New Living Translation. This is, this is my favorite translation of this verse. And it's probably, probably my favorite verse of, all, of the whole Bible now. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. I'm going, to, I'm going to read that one more time. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. 
and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. We're trying to figure out where to go. We're trying to figure out on our own. Trying to, what, 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 what should I do? What should I do next? Do I make this decision? Should I take this job? Do I do this? But I don't know. But God, we may give it to God. We give it to the God. We give it to our God. The one that His ways are far beyond anything we could imagine. We can't even imagine what God is thinking. We can't even imagine what he what he has plans what he has for us we can't even imagine it because his ways are far beyond and his thoughts we can't even his thoughts are nothing like our thoughts god is nothing like us god is far beyond god is god is be like like in like toy stories he's infinity and beyond he is far beyond what we can even imagine let god let go and let god let God take over the situation that you're in. Let God handle it. We can't fathom His ways. We can't even, like I said, we can't even think. So why do we make decisions ourselves and we try to do it ourselves? Give it to God and He will guide you and tell you which way to go. My next one, once we deposit, once we deposit God into our account and His Word, we, we start seeing um, it manifest. We start seeing things come. Um, we, are, we are able to withdraw some things. And one of these things is love. Are you showing love? What is God is love. So if you aren't with God and you aren't giving your time to God, you're not depositing Him into your spiritual account. You don't know what love is. What love is truly. God is love. And I, 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 growing up, I'm, like I said, I'm only 22 years old, so I've been watching, I've been seeing things happen in the world. And us Christians, we have not been showing love. We have not been showing the true love, what we are supposed to be doing. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Like I said, us Christians, we have not been doing a great job at showing love. We haven't. I've seen it myself. I've seen the people that call themselves the holy saints. I've seen it myself where, where if they don't look the part or if they are not holy enough, they're not dressed right, or if they're not, if they're not the way they're supposed to be, we judge them. And we don't show them love. I've seen it happen in my school where I've, I was within youth group and these kids were saying they were Christians, but when they would see, I'm going I'm to be real, when they would see a homosexual, they would judge them real quick and give them that eye and look at them sideways. That's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to open them with open, or open up with open arms. We're supposed to, supposed to show them what true love is. I'm not saying you have to um, tell them that, oh, everything's good, you can do that, you can commit this sin, you can, you can, be, you can be gay, and um, you can get to heaven. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying we need to, op we need to show, open the doors with open arms and show them love. Because how can we get them to turn from their ways if we're just judging them and throwing them out? We have to invite them with love. Us Christians, we are supposed to follow the example of Jesus. So let's go to John chapter 4, verse 7 through 9. 
Everybody probably knows this parable, but I'm only going to talk about the two verses because it spoke out to me so, so, so clearly. And I, this is what I wanted to talk about. So verse 7, Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? That, and, and like it says, in the Bible, the Jews did not talk to Samaritans. They, ref, they were, they, they, it says, they refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. But Jesus, but Jesus, approached her at the well. That's what, that's what we're doing wrong. We are doing what the other Jews, were in, the, in this case, was doing. We refuse to talk to them. We refuse to associate with them. We refuse to have them come into our, into our church or into our lives and try to minister to them. We refuse and we judge them and we put them off and we don't we give them that side eye. But as Christians, like, we have to do what Jesus did here. We have to show love. Just approaching somebody, just talking to them might need, that's what they probably need. To show kindness, just to show that you are there and you're ready to listen and you want to talk to them. And, not, and they, don't, they don't want you to look at them sideways if you knew their past, if you knew what they did and knew what they are doing. God, Jesus knew her past. Jesus knew she had a bunch of husbands. He knew that, but he didn't start the conversation off like that. He talked to her when all Jews refused to talk to Samaritans. We have to be more like, we have to be like Jesus in this case. But we can't do these things, we can't show love if we're not depositing into our account. If we're not putting God into our account, we can't show these. We can't show these things that we are required to do. When you go to the bank, and <clears throat> we're going back to the bank, and you go to the bank and you want to withdraw $100, but you, don't, you have nothing, you know, no money in the account, and you say, I'm going to withdraw $100. They're going to tell you no, because you don't have that in your account. If you don't have love in your account, you can't show people love, because it's not in you. You're not depositing God. God is love. If you don't have God in you, you can't show love. We need to show love. This, this, this world is nothing but all hate of the world. It's just hatred. There's just so much negativity in this world. We, us Christians, we have to be the ones that is set apart. We have to be the light. We have to be the ones that goes and shows love. We have to be the salt of the earth. We need to show love. My next one is patience. Certain things, we go to the McDonald's line and someone, and they're taking forever. We get this type of rage. We get this type of angry on us. And it's like, you're getting, people might call it hangry. But we get this, we get so impatient and we get so mad and we start uh, yelling at the drive-thru worker and, and he or she, she didn't do nothing wrong. She's just trying to hurry up. She's trying to do her work. She's trying to do her work as fast as she can, but you're over here yelling at her. We, us Christians, we have to be more patient. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 18. A hot-tempered person starts fights. A cool-tempered person stops them. That's good stuff right there. 
when you you might be at home and all you do or when you go home and all you guys do is argue you could be arguing with your child you could be arguing with your your sibling or you could be arguing with your spouse Ar arguments happen but but when you want to change something when you want to change when you go home you don't want to you don't want to have that argument be the cool tempered person change the subject respond in a calm manner when they might want to argue, you just turn, you turn the other way, you turn the other cheek, and you respond politely or quietly or calmly. And things might happen. Things might change. I have a story. When I was in Dunkin' Donuts with me and Allie, my fiance, we, had, we went to Dunkin', and the line was absolutely all across the building. And I was like, you know, Allie, we have to be at church, so I got to, let's just go inside. It might be faster. The lady, one of the ladies that was working, she said, Oh, go ahead and use the kiosk. Go ahead and use the kiosk. It'll be faster and we can, and she told us it'll be faster. I said, okay, cool. I'll do that. We go ahead and order. And what I didn't know at the time was that mobile orders, mobile orders when you do on your phone, and the, and the kiosk orders were the same. So if someone mobile, had a mobile order before us, they would get theirs before me. I look at the screen, you could see the orders, and I was like 15 down. I was 15. I was like, oh my gosh, I was in the double digits. Then I started, I started getting impatient. And then I started, then I, I was asking God to give me patience. And I'm glad at that time, if I was not, if I was not in the Word with God, if I was not depositing Him in my account, I, was, I would not have been able to show patience. I would not have been able to withdraw patience out and show patience. Because this is the reason why, because the person next to me was an older man, and he was going insane. He did not have no patience. He was yelling at everybody, yelling at the, uh, the workers, and demanding the manager, and the manager came in and gave himself because he was demanding. But he was causing a scene, yelling, cussing out everybody. But what's the, why can't you just wait five more minutes? I got my food five more minutes afterwards. All I had to do was get two donuts, a Boston cream and a chocolate donut. Was it, why would it have been worth? And I only think he only had one. He got one donut. He went through all that commotion. He went through all that yelling and arguing for a donut. <laughs> Some things we get worked up for no reason, for the littlest things. But we can't show patience if we don't have God in our account. If we're not depositing Him in our account, we don't know. We, do, we, can't, show, we can't show that because He's not in our account. We can't, like I said, I'm going to go back to it. We can't withdraw something that's not in our account. James chapter 1, verse 19 in the NLT. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. We have to listen to God. We have to be slow, we have to, be, we have to slow to speak and slow to get angry. The first thing we need to do is listen. Like I, went back, like I said, you might go home every day and you might be arguing. Just listen to the person first before you come out and say your point side of the story and you start yelling and you start arguing. Listen. Listen to God. Listen to Him first. And it goes back to, to my first point. In Psalms 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God will show you the right way. God will show you what to do. You might be wondering, oh God, I don't know if I'm ever going to get married. If I'm ever going to have that significant other. 
patience. And it goes back to my patience because God will show you the right way. I've had to realize God is not on our time. God is on His time, but He is always going to be on time. Just because you might not see it happening right now, you might not see what God is doing, but I'm letting you know right now, He's working and He will not be late. He will be on time. Be patient. Because God is going to be doing something in your life. But we have to be patient. Dive into His Word. And I'm going to conclude here in a second. We need God. We need God more than ever. Are you, on, are you going to sacrifice your time and give Him that time? Are you going to put down, you're going to put down your phone um, and stop scrolling on TikTok or on Instagram or on Facebook? Because some, I'm, I'm guilty of this. I'll be watching videos on my Facebook and I look at it at 7.30 at night. And I look at it, it's 9 o'clock or it's at 8.30. All that time, I'm just scrolling through videos. I'm probably just scrolling fast. I'm not even watching it. Are you going to sacrifice that time to, to build that relationship, to build your account with God? Are you going to take the time to deposit Him into your account? Because we need to. When you're in the car, are you going to turn on Drake? Are you going to turn on Maverick City? God gives us a free will. Like our, our, like our pastor and our bishop here, Bishop Keith O'Neill, like he says, you have to want this. You have to want God to be in your account. You have to want Him to do things in your life. You have to want it. When you don't know where to go, when you don't know what to do, you don't know what's the decision to make, get into His Word. Let God take over. Let God do this in your life. Let God be the decision maker. Just let go and let God. So I'm going to pray real quick, pray you out real quick, and then we will be done today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to learn more about you. We thank you for just being who you are. So God, Lord, let us, let us sacrifice our time and let us deposit you into our account, God, into our spiritual account. God, Lord, we need you more than ever. We need your love. We need your patience, God. We need the love to show the people in this world. We are the ones that have to be the light of the world. We have to be set apart from this world. So God, give us the strength. Give us the courage. Give us the boldness to be separate from the world, God. Lord, it's not the popular thing to do is, is, to, be, is, to, be the, is to be a Christian. I'm just being honest. It's not the popular thing because that's what the world is doing, but it's the necessary thing. We need you, God. So God, give us strength. Give us peace. And give us love, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.